live life on your own terms. Again, it might take 10 years, 15 years, who cares, but make it a go. You know, if you got a car that's constantly idle at the top level, you're gonna burn the vehicle out. You have to, at some point, get some rest. And I'm not even talking about physical rest right now. I'm talking about mental and emotional rest. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh and Organifi. What should I cook? What do you feel like eating? Do we have to eat potatoes again? If you've ever heard or asked one of these questions, then we have the answer for you. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes with pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. To take advantage of this special offer and receive $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash success60 and enter the promo code SUCCESS60, that's SUCCESS60. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelles. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What it do, y'all? What's happening? Dr. Douglas Thomas, it's early, early, early in the morning. How you feeling? I feel tired. I don't normally say that, but I feel a little little tired. But I'm feeling like this is still going to be the best one because my body on muscle memory right now. Oh, well, flu game. You know what I'm saying? When MJ yeah, had the flu. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was still able to put up points. So we, uh, we, we gonna, we're not going to forgive your tiredness. Where are you? I, I can't even remember. You said you were two-hour time difference. But. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. My wife said this morning, somebody asked her on the prayer line, like, where are you? She was like, yo, I don't have the slightest idea <laughs> where we are. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm in what? the state of Colorado. I'm speaking at... Um, I'm in Colorado State University. Oh, yeah, okay, Colorado gotcha. State University. Okay. You speak to them when? Today? Yes, today. And then I'm out Vegas. I'm out to Vegas and out to Vegas, Dallas. And then finally we get the sunshine oh. in Jamaica. No problem. Mm. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to ready. some sun, man. It's been I'm decent ready. here, but it's been super rainy. So it's almost like a good thing because it's like, man, it's gonna feel that much better when we get right, to the island. Right. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, how y'all? What's the workout regimen? I know we getting real close, so I'm trying to see. I text E yesterday. I had some white fish and some vegetables. Oh, e looking te- good. E texts me back talking about some. My bad. I just ate a burrito. I said <laughs> a burrito bowl. He said, no, 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 ain't no need to lie. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no need to lie. Being uh, fat and Chipotle? a liar. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no need to be fat and a liar. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? But it was no so crazy. Question. What hey, did you, you hit? You know, a chicken, a chicken burrito? Yeah, you know what's so crazy. That's what I hit. Here's what's so crazy though. So I, I, you know, and I promise you, I don't know this happened to nobody else. Maybe this just me, right? But I promise you, when I'm like on a super strict boy and I'm like handling my business, all of a sudden people like start blessing you and you ain't never got blessed oh, no before. Doubt. Bro, let me tell you, this, this was so crazy, and I, and I ain't trying to put him out there like that, but I, I ain't never had Rondell hit me up like, E, I'm at Chipotle, what you want me to get you? Oh, I'm like, well, Rondell? I'm like, this is set up. Oh, and you can't do the bow when somebody else paying and, and bringing it to you. You got to no. get the full reward. You know what I'm saying? No. Ah. I'm you like, Rondell? I'm saying, I said, you on your way to, uh, you know, I was like, I'm good, bro. You ain't got to go to Chipotle for me. He was like, oh, no, I'm already here. I stopped to get me something. I was like, you want something? I'm like, yo, I ain't trying to be funny, but I ain't, again, Rondell, now nah, he handling his business. He got loot now. And he like, I got you. And so we were somewhere else the other day. We went, uh, oh, we went out to eat uh, after church. I think that's what dude was like, look, 50% off everything. And got us our bag to go. We get to the crib, my man, and put a free uh, cake and uh, carrot cake in the bag. I'm like, bro. I'm like, bro. Nobody asked you, you to do that, bro. Nobody asked you, bro. I promise yeah, you, bro. Yeah, I sue my man. You know, oh, I sue man. my man like they be suing McDonald's. Like, bro. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I you promise you, my bro. whole diet. He even messed uh, up my whole diet and threw it in there uh, for free, trying to be nice. Oh, uh, bro. I'm just saying though, when I'm when I'm smashing, ain't nobody giving me jack. No. Ain't no hookups. No, nothing. full fair, bro. Full fair. Full fair. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because Candace was doing a seven day cleanse, and so she did like, I think she did like raw fruits and vegetables for seven days straight, which I'm like, she is savage. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, but you know how it is. Halfway through, you start feeling pretty good, like energy yeah, levels no are mm-hmm. solid. And then yesterday, E, that's why I sent you that picture. We had went out to lunch and went to um, Copeland's. And, you know, they had Ooh, the little wings. Copeland's. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. They had the wings. You know, we got the wings as an appetizer. You know what I'm saying? I stayed, you know, no no uh, batter on them. So just to, you know, clean wings. Y'all know, for, for those of y'all who've been hitting me up, like, yo, what you doing? You know, me and, and Marl on that that keto boy. So we on the keto. So I stayed in, in ketosis. Um, but we had the wings, and then she got the salmon and, you know, something else. And then, of course, you know, she had she was doing her thing. She came off the cliffs. She had a little granola bar here and there and, you know, some other stuff. And it was crazy. This morning, right before I came down to do the podcast, she was downstairs getting some Organifi. And I was like, yo, what's up? And she was like, man, she was like, my stomach is terrible. I'm like, wow. Oh, like, wow. You, just off of yeah, one day, one, yeah, you coming one back. Yeah. I'm like, man, yeah. I was like, God, yeah. why can't it be the other way yeah. around? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm, for sure. Why yeah. can't it be yeah. the cake, cookies, punch, you know, the, the Coca-Cola and all of that just make you super slim? Like, life would be way too easy, dog. Like, <laughs> oh, bro, that's what I said. With the Organifi, when I hit the green boy, I was just like, yo, what if macaroni and cheese was Organifi? You know what I'm saying? Mm. What, was that? what was that was Organifi? What was life? What fried dog, chicken that was, was Organifi? I mean, for real, it'd just be too easy. It'd be, life Bruh. would be too easy. Hey, my Bruh. theory is that when God created the earth is that I think the fruits actually did taste like barbecue chicken. Yeah, I think that's what did. it was, but then. we messed it up. Yeah, I think that's then. what happened. Yeah. Mm. The yeah, cracked chicken was shred on the apple tree, see? Yeah, somebody messed right. up the code. 
What yeah. SOB that introduced us to fried chicken? You, know you feel me? My palate wasn't me? even needing all that. Until I hit it, now I'm addicted. You know what I'm saying? But oh. yeah, no, nah, it's let me tell you something, bro. I I uh so we've been on the key. Uh, let me tell you something, bro. It is uh dieting, and I don't even know if we're supposed to call it. We need to get Sean back on. Somebody right, 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 call right. Sean, tell him. Maybe in Jamaica, I'm sure he'll be on uh the pod, the live podcast, but we need to get him on a regular episode. Maybe we could do you know it in saying? Jamaica. But I'm like, yo, it, it can't be this hard. And it's hard. And the older you get, like, let me tell you something. I've been eating right for 35 straight days. And I'm talking about progress on slow. Back in the day, you know, you could change your diet <laughs> oh, for no like question. two weeks. And no you question. was like, oh, ripped up. Nah, it's just, it ain't working like that. Let me tell you something. And I hate it too. I'm not one of the people that's like, oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling terrible every time. Let me tell you something. A part of me dies inside every time I order a side <laughs> salad instead of fries. You know oh, what I'm saying? Bro. I'm like, wow. Bro, this I've been hitting side salads, bro. I'm starting to like, I'm starting to look at the lettuce like it's something wrong with it. <laughs> like, bro, what are we doing? Like, I, I'm the next time, like, don't even bring me nothing out. Let me tell you how pissed I was yesterday. The lady said ranch or blue cheese. I said both. Right. <laughs> I was right. like, I'm, I ain't got no Don't fries. Give me both. And the vinegar. Yeah. I want every dressing I can get. Yeah, man. It's hey, tough, you know what, bro. though? I got I to gotta pub up um, Organifi. I've been on that pure heavy, mm, bro. Yeah, I've yeah, been on yeah. the pure heavy. The pure got the lemon boy. And yeah. um, I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah. But I think when I was in Cali and L was sick, then I got home, bro. When I tell you I got home from my road trip, it was cold at the crib, bro. It was cold. And um, that that cold air was trying to get to me and I was around sick people. Bro, mm -hmm. I'm talking about, I don't know if you're supposed to do this, but I was ODing off the Organifi. I was mm -hmm. hitting the pure <laughs> in the morning, the green, Boy, in the afternoon, yeah. the gold at night, bro, I was hitting it just like back to back to back, just like like just trying to cleanse my body and make <laughs> no sure doubt. I didn't get uh, get sick, bro. But I'm talking about it was one day where I felt the throat boy and I was like, oh, no, we're going to purify you. We're going to mm -hmm. organify you. <laughs> and I'm talking about, bro, I was hitting it. But uh, and this is for people out there who, you know, like you don't really feel that stuff because I really don't. I was doing immune booster. Bro, I was hitting everything. But I did everything. I made it like a T, I told y'all. And when I do it like a T, I can't explain it, but it just go down smoother. With the, mm. I don't have to stir it or nothing. That hot water hit that joker, it just, plow, it just split up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, me? I never did that. Yeah. I never do the hot. I always go yeah, straight the hot, with the oh, water the hot, bottle. Bro. Oh, the Only hot the gold. I'll do the gold with the hot boy. Oh, but not, bro. Not all of them. Try all of them with a, as a T. Sit down and act like you rich. Stop being a poverty stricken. <laughs> that's my, that's probably my tea. problem is I don't drink that's tea, it. period. Yeah, right. that's you know it. what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you got the regiment. You always do the tea. But yeah, no, it's uh yeah, no, it's uh it's it's not fun, but uh yeah, we're trying to get in shape. Oh, it's worth and it. I keep though, saying bro. for Jamaica, but yeah. you know, it just yeah, no, it's no, never no. ending. It's just worth it for real, not to be sick. You know what I'm saying, man, to be healthy, not to, you know, catch nothing. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I totally disagree. Let me tell you something. I feel great when I'm hitting pizza and, and burgers. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't getting sick. I'm feeling like, I'm going to be real. I'm sicker off the, the side salad. My, my mental is so gone. You know what I'm saying? You know how they say your mental is directly tied to your mood. So gone. I'm my so pissed I'm so hitting gone. the side salad, my body breaking down. 
Let me tell you something. When I'm hitting that burger, oh, I feel like a, mil- uh, a million bucks. And I got something to look forward to at lunch. You know what I'm saying? No, now nah. I'm about to hang up with y'all jokers and go upstairs, eat a hard-boiled egg and some avocado. Ain't nobody looking forward to that. Nobody I want bacon, hash browns, right. Waffle uh, House. Man, oh, shoot. Hey, I'm hoping that someday down the line, and I was hoping, but I'm listening, and the more mm-hmm. I hear y'all talk about it, the more I do it, it ain't no, like... It ain't no, like, you know what I'm saying, sunset down the road to this. Like, you just no, got to no, keep no, no, sucking no, no, it no. up and keep going. Just a, a life of hell eating eat. side salads, Carl. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It's as good as it gets. And let, let me tell you something. And you got to work out. And mm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to work yeah. out. Just to look average. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The dad, my, I ain't even oh, looking like TJ. I'm about to have a sweet average body. <laughs> In Jamaica, and I almost died yesterday. I was doing sprints yesterday. My last sprint, I really felt like I'm being real. My last sprint, I was like, yo, are you about to die? Because your heart <laughs> feels like it's about to come out your chest. But I was like, don't stop, though. Just keep going. If you die, at least you can tell the podcast world, he died oh, working out. you went out, out on, 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 like a champ. See, yeah, I would bro. rather go off, uh, uh, out off a burger. Uh, 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 oh, no doubt. I'm talking about a triple <laughs> cheese bacon. Baconator. You know what I'm saying? Remember the Baconator? Uh, I'd rather go out like that than on a treadmill. You know what I'm saying? They gonna be like, he died doing what he loves. You know what I'm saying? No question. Yeah, no doubt. And he got the self-tying shoes now, so that done took away some of his morning cardio. All of my cardio (laughs) gone. And you do with your phone. You can do it with your phone standing up. When you get a gut and you get over 35, tying your shoes is show enough cardio. Yeah. I promise you your heart rate went up, especially if you bend all the way over to do it and don't sit down on the couch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and when I normally do that, there's like a 30-second no breathing. Like, how bad do you want to breathe? Like, 30 seconds, I want to breathe. got to be some it's type of plyometrics tying your yeah. shoes. You know no what I'm saying? Question. I no feel question. like that should be, uh, hey, you know how you always say, like, you're going to blow up in the fitness industry? <laughs> yeah. No I'll blow up once you I gonna start. start people off slow. I kill Bruh, Shanti. The first course is tying your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I kill Everybody over 40 and chunky. And the first course is we just gonna sit down and work on tying that shoe. Uh, Breathe in. I kill I kill Shanti, bruh. I kill Shanti, bruh. I, I'm telling you, I had Didi working out the other day in the bed. I had her doing some bed. I had her doing some uh, some ad work. I had her doing some ad work. Mm. Uh. I'm serious. I had her doing like um, scissors. Yeah, yeah, I had her doing some. I had her doing some scissor uh, exercise, like Pilates boy. I'm like, yo. I told her. I was like, look, don't even worry about it. Stay in the bed. Let me show you real quick what you can do right from the mattress. Don't even. Because I know if she get up, she ain't gonna want to work out. See, she ain't gonna want to work out once wow. she get up. Yeah, it's like nope, right here from the bed. I had Shanti little stuff blew out with the pillow workout. Everybody be on oh, my I promise workout you, plan. Bro, your class is gonna be packed. I'll be packed. Stay and in your bed. And, and as long, and then after you complete each exercise, you get a treat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you get to yo, eat. you deserve a little burrito after uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you get your a, shoes, a, an egg potato burrito, yeah. and at night you get a, a baconator. At night, <laughs> let me tell you something. Ain't nobody lost no weight, but everybody feeling good because they tried it and they ate. So it's like, man, I feel you. No, hey, let me know when the course is signed up. What's the name of the course going to be? The the, the Pillow Power. Pillow Power. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
man, I swear that is uh, Pillow Power. I guess we got the name of the podcast. Pillow Power Twenty Five. Yeah, <laughs> Pillow Power P P Twenty Five P. P Twenty Five P. Oh, duh! Please oh. put this course online. I'm telling you, I want to take the online version, so I don't got to oh, get out. Man, my that's bed all it is. It's online. That's <laughs> all online. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no in-person joint. No in-person joints, bro. I thought That's you had a whole work. gym full of beds where you just come. Yeah. Everybody took out their own bed. <laughs> mm. uh. Oh man, I can't stand y'all. Uh, let's see what's uh, what else is going on in the world. Um, oh, a few things. So y'all know I've been trying to. You know, my daughter. She's a. She's she's a. Well, let's say a diva. Okay. She's uh, two years old, two and a half. And so we've been trying to work on some disciplinary stuff, right? Because with my son, I got him like, I'm talking about, y'all know, clockwork. But y'all hear me talk about Avery. She get a little feisty. And so she like to hit, scratch, bite, kick. And, uh, and she got an attitude. So we've been working on some stuff. And, you know, again, we've talked about it before. Try not to be, you know, old school in the approach of how you do things. And I'm definitely... With her, it's even harder for me. So I looked up some positive discipline mm. tactics. You know what I'm saying? I just figured I'd go on Google. You know what I'm saying? See what Google say. Because I'm tired of being judged. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's find out what the real approach was. So I figured I'd bring it to the podcast, talk to y'all, see if y'all think any of these strategies will work. Now, let me tell you something. Again, she ain't no joke. I'm talking about she's looking at me like, Daddy, do not talk to me like that. Don't touch me and get out my face. I'm like, whoa, what? So I had to go to Google and find out what they say. So I t- asked Google, what do you do for a two-year-old that's not listening? So here's the first suggestion. Y'all ready? Just like that. You put it in just like that. Right, well, hey, the first suggestion is try to understand their point of view. Mm. Seek to understand the root of the ba- bad behavior. Give them a voice and allow them to explain what's wrong. What's your thing oh, about wow. that? Wow. I just don't know what kind of voice you have it too, or what <laughs> right. the root is. It what's too. the root of the problem? The one where you cuss your defend. father out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the kind of voice you got. You know what I'm saying? I told you, Trey looking at me like, bruh, how in the devil is this happening right now? And I'm looking at right. him like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I ain't got nothing for you. So y'all, so y'all, not, y'all not feeling that. Give him a voice. Yeah, I'm not sure what voice you needed to. Oh, well, I'm not sure. They just said allow them to explain what's wrong. Okay, maybe y'all feeling this one. Dole out energy consequences. For instance, if your child has been throwing an epic temp- temper tantrum, you can wait until they're calm and say, that fit you threw caused an energy drain. I don't mm. think I'll be able to take you to the park this afternoon. Mm. Okay, now I kind of feel that. A I kind of like that. I yeah. kind of like that a yeah. little bit. You know now that's going to take some serious yeah. restraint on yeah. your end, yeah. but I kind of yeah. feel that's that. Not my, yeah, that, that's not my MO, but if I was raising kids in this generation, then probably I could go, because y'all know I'm an energy dude. Like, I'm all about energy. And I never quite heard that approach before. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm tired because of your tantrum, so we're not going to be able to go get a Baconator. You know what I'm saying? We're going to sit here, <laughs> we're to sit here and eat salad. You're not. Now. I am. You're not going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remove shame around bad behavior. Tell your child about a time when you made mistakes. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
I love it. <laughs> we'll be sitting there all day. <laughs> oh, man, it's a couple more, love man, it. but I'm going to leave it there. I was just like, I wow, love okay, it. we'll see. You know what I mean? We're going to try. We're going to try energy consequences. We're going to try to understand her point of view. We're going to do all of this. So mm. um, we'll see. I'll, let, I'll keep y'all informed on how it's going. I'm not a... Well, I'm going to watch Avery to see how it's going. Oh yeah, no <laughs> right, doubt. Right. No doubt. I'm, watch I, 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 I promise you, bro. She uh yeah, she she uh she do she do what she wanna do. You know what I'm saying? She do what she wanna do. And uh yeah, y'all for those of y'all coming to Jamaica, don't judge me. You know what I'm saying? And, and, don't, and whatever you do, don't run up in her face and talk about, hey, you will catch a right hook. She, oh, no don't, she don't play. Oh, she so. she told Didi one time, you know, I'll smack you. <laughs> mm. And that ain't even funny, but it, yes, it, I was right there. I witnessed it, and I, I don't understand it, dog. And don't listen. Don't look her in her eyes. Do not look her in her eyes. She's so doggone cute. She will lure you in and have you thinking it's all good, and it's not. <laughs> and then it and then it's not. And, and tie down. I'm talking about quickly. <laughs> a right, a whole right Two hook. to the face. Two to the right face. hook. <laughs> yeah, so um, my only problem with Avery, I'm about to get on her. I'm like, boo, you could di- you could dish it, but you can't take it. Because if you like, you know, if you yell at her or something, she start crying. I'm like, uh-uh. I need you to keep that same gorilla energy that you did All when you sh- smacked your, punched your brother in the eye for no reason. And I told, I, so I had to have a talk with Trey actually yesterday, real talk. I don't know, he he did something. She came from behind and was like, whack. And I was like, I, he was like, oh, Avery, stop. You know what I'm saying? Because I always told him, like, hey, protect your little sister, don't whatever. I told him yesterday, I was like, look, I ain't saying hit her. Don't let her put her hands on you again. So we're going to see how that play out. Right. I'm probably uh, <laughs> right. dig my, hey, I, I didn't say I was the greatest parent, y'all. I just try hard. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to escalate <laughs> it because that's the approach I did with Jordan. Jesse is not as aggressive, but her hands just real quick. She, he says something, she's trying to hit. So I, at first, right. I'd be like, yo, don't let her hit you. Like, grab her hand or something. But the other day, she like kicked, he was laying on the floor. She kicked my man. Like, she stomped my man in the chest. I was like, all right, bro, you're going to have to just start laying hands on her. I'm like, here's the ground rule. Just don't hit her in the face. That's <laughs> the ground rule. Don't face. hit her in the face. Are these kids, but, are these kids huh? drinking Organifi is what I want to know. <laughs> man, they, I'm telling you, man, these, these it's, it's, the, it's the new style of parenting they got us on. Bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Back in the day, huh, I don't remember no energy consequence. I just remember uh, ace whooping consequences. That's all we had. We never did timeout. I'm serious. We ain't never do no timeouts. Oh, no. They didn't have no. Google back then. They didn't have right. Google. Right. Right. Or, or uh, people judging you talking about they going to call Child Protective Services if you spank your child. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Where was that back in the day? Oh, man. And I ain't even that. Oh, I'm 36. I'm like, man, we was getting... And we knew it, too. And, oh, and when nobody sure. was mad. When nobody about yeah. to call nobody, you knew you was wrong. Shoot. So anyway, we'll see. Uh, Carl, you're going to have to tell me if you find a strategy that works. And for all of y'all out there listening, you're a child behavior specialist, and you're going to judge our parenting tactics, please write into the podcast page so we can read negative feedback, and at least we can get some laughs out of it. All right. Um, all right. Two places I wanted to go today, um, but I'm not sure where I want to start. E. Uh, I guess I'll start with uh, one of my homies called me, and I, I just always think it's fascinating to hear, you know, people's relationship with money, right? And so 
he called me and was like, yo, uh, you know, he was pissed, you know, his job wouldn't give him the raise. You know, he was like, man, you know, I'm, you know, I've been doing all of this. I've been doing all that. And, you know, I can't get this raise I need. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, and I'm asking him like, yo, why are you so deep on the raise? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it about? Like, yo, you, you, you need to braid? Like, yeah, you know, like, you know, it bills tight, you know, my, no my doubt. apartment, you know what I'm saying? All these things. Like, I need a raise. I said, okay, cool. I'm like, well, how much you make now? They're like, you know, he make 90000 I'm like, okay. Now, keep in mind, he's single, no mm. kids. Mm. I'm like, okay, you make ninety, <laughs> you single, no kids, and you don't have a dime saved? And he's like, oh, man, I got, you know, a little bit, but, you know, I don't really have. And I said, okay, so by the raise, what's that going to do? So he literally told me, well, I'm asking for, you know, $1,000 a month raise, you know, or at least 500 And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I said, what you going to do? He said, well, it's this apartment I'm trying to get over in Buckhead. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. That, that, that ought to drain the 500 to 1000 extra dollars. So I said, I, I, no, 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 listen to what I told him. I said, how much is your rent now? He said, 2000 I said, this oh. apartment that you desire, how much, I kid you not, how much you think it was? Three thousand. Twenty five hundred. I was gonna say twenty five. Yeah. So the exact five hundred you want, you're about to spend. And I was like, wow. And so I had read a quote, and I wanted to just get y'all take on it because I was like, wow, that's 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 pretty deep. Um, and it was so funny. I read it after I talked to him. I ended up sending him the quote because I had to break it down for him. But it said, "Rich people stay rich by acting broke." Broke people stay broke by acting rich. Mm. And I was like, whoa, like that hit me. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, yo, you make good money and you think money is the answer to your money problems, but yet you just told me you're going to take this 500 that you get if you so lucky as to get this raise you want and dump it right back into, you know, an apartment instead of saving and planning for your financial future. So I guess my question to you guys is, why do people get so fascinated with things and lose track of how to build financial wealth? Do you think it's a lack of knowledge? Do you think it's our obsession with things or having things? What do you think is the the cause or the, the you know that contributes to that particular mindset? I'd say, man, it's just that ability, that inability to you know delay gratification, like. Again, we, we are driven so much by what we see and hear around us. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody around you is, the, you know, the, the, what's the line? Keeping up with the Joneses. Like it's a cliche, but the reality is like, dude, you get a check and there's so many things. And, and here, there, I saw, I came across, I think it's called Parkinson's Law or something. It says expenses rise to equal <clears throat> your income, equal and somehow surpass mm -hmm. your income. So whatever expenses you have, they'll ex they'll go past your income. And the reason for that is, dude, you walking around every single day, <clears throat> excuse me, you're seeing ads every single day. There are things that you want and desire every single day, but you're still getting paid the same. See what I'm saying? So even before you get money, you've already spent it. Like not even in your mind, I'm talking about like you've already spent it because you want this new iPhone so bad or whatever, the new apartment in my man's case so bad that you cannot <clears throat> plan you can't set up any kind of strategy for where I can see myself getting this three months down the line if I do this. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you got to do now. So the moment that you get this money, 
You know what I'm saying? It's, it's gone before you get it. Literally, that's the, that's the curse. Like, it's gone before you get it, not when you get it. Yeah, so I think yeah, wow. back to, um, what's that? There's a there's a research they did, E, with the kids with instant gratification oh, yeah, the where they give some kids. You remember that? Yeah, the two marshmallows. Yeah, so it, it, it just, it proves true. Like, for real, if you can't weigh it from, as a child, you know what I'm saying? And it's just the way our society is set up now. Like, everything is already it's, it's, it's kind of almost everything is picked out for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's predicted how you should do um, the holidays, how you should do this. Like, you got to eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Right, you got to right, do, you see what I'm saying? Like, right. so it's not like people don't think for themselves and like, yo, here's what I want. No, we just driven by all these things that's thrown at us. Man, like, ads are not a joke. Like, people think that these ads, like, they're spending how much for Super Bowl ads? Millions Million, for 30 bro, $5 seconds. $5 million. It's not a joke. Like, they're putting that thing in your head. So, like I said, your little check come in and you done bought whatever it was, you know, six months ago, but you're now literally paying for it now. So, I think that's just the hurdle, that instant gratification thing. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, you know, I, I agree. You know, there, there's not a lot of stuff, you know, like the way you said we grew up, see, you know, it's almost one of those situations where, you know, you didn't question your parents, right? It's like, you know, whatever your parents did, you know, for the most part, you're like, yo, that's how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really question my parents a lot, but my mom, I always ask myself, like, why my mom never taught us, like, her economic, you know, strategy. It was kind of one of those situations where I guess by osmosis, she thought because we grew up in, you know, the house, we would pick st certain strategies up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and my mom was real good with money. But I think the challenge was my mom might have been good with money, but she was an anomaly in that everybody on the block, you know, had to buy whatever new thing came out, whatever. I remember when I was a kid, it was the Mustang 5.0, you know, the mm -hmm. Samurai Suzuki. It was the, you know, top 10 Adidas. It was the Adidas tracksuit, you know. It was, you know, whatever, bro. It was, we had to keep up with everybody. The Jingle Boots, it was the, uh, you know, the Nanny Goat. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I mean, it was just... You know, the, um, the, 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 uh, what is that? What is the uh, Max Julian or whatever the leather coat was? You know what I'm saying? It's like, to Carl's point, you know, it was like, if you were in this economic bracket or you live in this neighborhood or you're in this social economic group, you know, like, like Carl said, it's prescribed. Like, here's what you're supposed mm -hmm. to do, you know. And my mom had come somehow come out of the matrix. My mom worked for four, had a good job, but my mom always bought the escort. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody else had the, mm -hmm. the 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 Bronco. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else had the the um the show or the Lincoln. You know, my mom was like, nope, I'm getting an escort because I want my check to last a little longer. And I mm -hmm. but she never taught mm -hmm. us that. So I did. Like Carl said, I did grow up kind of, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. Everybody got this, I gotta get that. But I think when I start getting exposure, you know, to um Wealthy people. No, take us, getting, stay there though. He talked to us. What did you buy or what did you do or when did you get talk? Because we always hear about the, the, the woke E. Take us back to the sleep E when you was copping uh, fake Rolexes on Canal yeah, Street. Yeah, what, you know well, what yeah, yeah. Well, yep, <laughs> yep, see, that was it. You know, it was the, you know, Gucci. And what belt. did you feel at the time? Because I want to get to the root, because I, I, I'll explain more mm -hmm. of the conversation I had with him, but I want to get to the root of, like, at that time, was it. I mean, you already had D probably, so. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be, I want, well, in high school, I remember it first started, you know, and, and to Carl's point, there are two different, you know, routes you could go. So I didn't necessarily go the, um, well, my mom didn't let me go more of the hip hop. 
I had to go more casual, if that makes sense. So instead of maybe the Adidas jogging suit, I was wearing the tweed, you know what I'm saying, wool slacks with the root boots, you know what I'm saying, and the, and the silk shirt, you know, or the cashmere sweater. You feel what I'm saying? So I was, I was you know, I, I was caught up in it, but I was more caught up in the upper middle class boy, if you will. Like, I look at Chuck right now, like, that's what my mom had me on, you know, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the you know, the Ralph Lauren sweaters, the Brooke Brothers, like that kind of stuff, you know? And even though I didn't necessarily wear maybe the hip hop stuff as much, you still, when you walk in, people still know the root boots is 250 balls. They know that. You feel me? So you kind of walk in school, see, and it's this thing of, I'm in the end, bro. You know, like people know we got bread. You know what I'm saying? People could look at my, I'm, I'm wearing a members only jacket. I'm going back now. Mm -hmm. I got the members only jacket the, not and not even the leather. I got the suede. Now, what is the members only? Oh, man, that's an expensive, I'm talking about that's an expensive jacket. You know what I'm saying? It's an expensive coat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it ain't meant to keep you warm. It's letting people know you got bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was leather. Oh, no, 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 no. Remember what I told you? Leather leather was, when you had a little money, you had leather. This was suede. You feel me? Mm, this was mm. this was leather inside out. You feel mm. what I'm saying? Game, this was leather inside out, bro. This was the suede boy with the with the shoes to match. You know what I'm saying? So you go to school and 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 you are... You know, you're in the in crowd. People know you got money. So let's just be real. When you're in the, everybody want to be in the in crowd. Everybody, you know, everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but there's a large majority of us, you know, that want to be affirmed. You know, that we like when people give us certain comments, you know, or when they let you in a certain group where you get to sit at a certain table. You know what I'm saying? And you, you in. Like, for real, I was in. I went to the same middle school, elementary school. Um, high school as everybody, you know what I'm saying? People knew I had bread. So, you know, of course, people, you know, want to hang out with you because they know you can afford to get a honey bun. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. like we said before, see, Mr. I wasn't Soft. getting a, yeah, yeah, I, hey, Mr. Salt. <laughs> I, hey, see, I wasn't getting a hot lunch, see? And so, you know, I was bringing my lunch to school. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, with no doubt. the Susie Q, the honey yeah. bun and them jokers. So my boy's like, yo, E, can I get a honey bun? You know what I'm saying? And so you get a, you get a right two dudes a honey bun you ain't got to never worry about fighting or you ain't, right. you ain't never got to worry about, right. you know, being on the solo. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. the, the reality is it was, you know, you was in the end. People knew you. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you just whatever sports, girls, you know, whatever. If something going on, you know what's going on. You know, if there's a game, there's a concert, you could go. And so just being real, see, a big part of it was not the clothes. You know, to Carl's point, I don't even know what I was wearing. I, I, I wasn't necessarily like tripping like, oh, I got the whatever. I just knew that by having money and by and by looking like I had money, you know, and by letting people know I had money, it did. Uh, it, it did afford me certain opportunities that kids who were broke. And I'm talking about, bro, when I think about it now, that's why I like I remember getting to a certain age and feeling real uncomfortable about joking and not that I got soft skin. But I just remember cats who used to come to school with the with the no brand, you know, the no brand shoes. Bruh, I look back like our shoes were probably made of the same material, but they they didn't have the brand stuff. And, and they got dogged out. They got teased. They got joked on, you know, and it was mean kids back in Mr. the day. Mr. Crunch. Mr. Oh, Crunch. Bruh. Hey. Bruh, mm. they used to get dogged back in the day to the point where like, for real, a girl might not want to rock with you. 
or nobody's nobody's letting you at the lunch table. So it, it was it was a situation back then where you know I did wear to start wearing the baseball caps. You know when I got on my own, I did start wearing the the latest gym shoes and rocking the you know Bob used to hook me up. You know what I'm saying um, I was wearing the latest you know jogging suits when I left the sweet jeans. Now it's like true religion. Back in the day, it was you know Lee jeans, Levi's, you know whatever, bro. So yeah, so so. It, for me, see, it was a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. I felt, you know, a sense of belonging. I felt... Um, yeah, and so, let, and, 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 and so I think some of that is expected, you know, as in, in adolescence before, you know, in a sense, you are still kind of figuring out life, yeah, what's yeah. important to you and the values and yeah. things that you hold true. But now we're talking about grown people, right? And it's so funny because, you I don't know, think it changed, it, though. It, you said what? Right, I don't know that I don't a lot think it changed, change, really. Okay, uh, explain. What I'm just saying, let's be it just honest. just get more expensive. Yeah, I'm just saying, let's just be honest. Between you and I, is is it, I don't think there's like a um, bar mitzvah, if you will. You know, at least in our community, it wasn't. So there wasn't this time frame where you're supposed to cut it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't remember us saying, all right, this is all fun and games. But when you turn 21, we're going to take responsibility then. Like, when you turn 25, you need to have a sense of self. You know, you need to know who you are, and if people don't want you and they look crew, it shouldn't really hurt your feelings. Like, you should be mature enough at this point to be able to stand on your own. You should know your gift, know what your passion passion is, and pursue it. Like, I just don't know, see, if there was a, you know what I'm saying, if there's a time frame for that. So you kind of just, you know, middle school, high school, college, and then when you become an adult, you just kind of keep going in that same pattern. I just don't know if there's a break in that pattern in, in our community. Yeah, no, I agree. And and I think what I'm trying to get to is, do you think it has more to do with that I want to belong or I want people to think I'm something I'm not? <clears throat> or is it the jealousy of seeing other people? Because continuing on with the conversation I had with my homie, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm just looking at my boy. You know, he, he live in, you know, Texas. He doing his thing. You know, he driving a Maserati. You know, and I'm just like, yo, why? I'm like, we went to school together. Like, why is that not me? And I'm like, wow, like, I, I see where he's at, you know, and he's willing to literally spend everything he's got in order to, like Carl said, keep up with the Joneses or make himself look like, you know, I have this. And so talk to the grown people out there now. We're not talking about kids. Talk to the grown people out there that live check to check. And it's so crazy. Listen to me. It's not about how much money you make. It really isn't. Like, now that we've gotten to a certain level, we all know people who make great money, and you see them. So, for example, what's the difference if you make a million dollars a year and somebody make $40,000 a year, if both of y'all spend every penny you got, at the end of the year, nobody got any money in their bank account. Now, you may live a higher lifestyle and a better lifestyle at the time, but you still one, you know, stub toe away from being broke. And so... You know, when you look at the dynamics of money, here is a guy who makes 90000 which is which, what most people would consider to be a lot of money. But because he set up his lifestyle to maximize every penny, you still have the financial stress of somebody who could be making twenty five, thirty thousand $30,000 a year. You know what I mean? And so how do you set up your life? And I, I just really want to help some of our listeners because when he was saying this, I was just like, man... Like, this is a smart dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Graduate top of his class. But talk to somebody out there who has that same mentality of, 
yo, I got to keep up. I got to have this look. I got to have this certain persona. I got to have this, that. How do you set up your life so that you still have a great life, right? Like, you know, we don't live in cardboard boxes and drive, you know, take the bus. That's not what I'm suggesting if you don't have to. But I'm saying, how do you how do you set up your life, Ian? How do you balance, okay, even now with the amount of money you make, you could obviously afford to maybe fly private a little bit more or you could afford to drive a Rolls Royce or something like that. How do you set up your life so that you still have the luxuries? Because you do fly first class. You do stay in five-star hotels. How do you pick and choose and find that balance? And maybe not for your level in terms of like flying private or something like that, but somebody who's listening who makes, you know, 60000 a year, but they trying to upgrade to the bins already. Like, how do you talk no, that No, that's person? what Carl said. It's what Carl said. And I just don't think people want to deal. Like, here's the deal. So it's just like you might say, like, Avery had a temper tantrum, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be funny. Grown people have temper tantrums. You just can't say nothing to them about it. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it ain't nothing different. Like, okay, Avery, like, you you can control Avery. So that's why we're on the phone talking about Avery and not talking about me and a temper tantrum I might have. You know what I'm saying? She's a kid. So you get to talk, you get to dog her out. So when you talk about kids, grown people the same way. Like, okay, I'm going to give you all a couple of examples. So I'm going to give you a mm-hmm. corporate one first. Bro, I promise you, bro, I'm, like, looking at corporate America like, yo, y'all be dogging people out about not having no true self-worth or identity, y'all all got the same blue shirt on. Y'all all wear the same tie. Y'all all got the same blue suit on. You know what I'm saying? Or or whatever that cream suit is they wear. You know what I'm saying? You got the cream suit, the black suit, the navy suit. It's the same. Y'all all got on wing tips, the brown wing tips or black wing tips. Like, y'all, if you go into a company, you just, everybody look the exact same, bruh. Everybody got the same, like, power tie on. It's no different. They got the briefcase. It's no different. You go, um, and again, <laughs> no disrespect to my younger-minded kids in the league, but if you, you know, my kids in the NFL, the NBA that do make it, see, you see the million-dollar book bags. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got the book bag. Everybody got the, um, they on Instagram, too, showing they in the, um, the mall buying stuff like they all in Louis, they all in Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, so it's to Carl's point. It's like it's whatever level you are, where however much money you have, but you're still in that same arena of it's been prescribed. So as soon as you make X amount of dollars, you got to go to Louis. And I'm not saying say anything like Gucci. I'm not saying like you shouldn't go to those stores, but I'm saying I don't know how many people are in the store. <laughs> say it again. Not Gucci. Right, right. That, we're, we're banning Gucci this week. Um, um, I, but I, I'm just saying, I don't know how many, sto- I, mean, I don't know how many people literally want to be in these stores or if they like the feeling they get when they walk right, out the store right. with the bag, with the belt, you know what I'm saying, with the stuff and people can look at them and go, whatever. So when I say I'm inviting you to the 1% club, I'm hoping people don't think what I mean by that is being wealthy. The 1% club, if you really heard me, what I'm saying is living life on your own terms. That's the 1% club. You, you're out of the matrix now. And you don't care if you're driving a Honda Accord. You don't care if you're living in a whatever kind of house you're living in, if that's the house you want to be in. And so the 1% is really when I start getting an opportunity to get around wealthy people who live they on their own, like, okay, for instance, like, I, I do. From a financial standpoint, I've never really said this before. I always talk about Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Mal, uh, Mother Teresa. 
But from a financial standpoint, like I look up to a Warren Buffett. Like I, I admire that this dude still lives in the same house that, you know, he lived in before. You know what I'm saying? He made whatever he made or maybe he was wealthy and he bought it still. And that he had a Lincoln Continental and that mm. when you see the way he dressed, he dressed. I'm like, yo, this is the richest man in the world. He's been like between one to five or one to ten a large majority of his life, but he's living on his own terms. Like he doesn't feel the need to, to have somebody else say how much money he makes. Like you've never seen him with a whole bunch of gold or platinum or whatever they wear, you know, on that. You don't see that. You don't see him, you know, in a car that was tricked out. Like, yo, he's living life on his own terms. When I look at Bill Gates, I've never really seen Bill Gates own that. You know what I'm saying? And so I admire the what I call the one percenters is because they're not only wealthy, whatever wealth means for them, but they're living life on their own terms. So well, the shoes that I wear, I'm not like trying to get the latest shoes. And, and she said it, even the shoes that I have, they, they were given to me. Like I'm in a, a, a space where we're blessing so many people that people are like, okay, I want to be able to be a blessing, you know, to you. So for me now, wealth is not how much money do I make, but wealth is can I live life on my own terms? Yeah, yeah, can I wake good. up when I want to wake up? Can I eat what I want to eat? Can You know what I'm saying? Can I do for my children what I want to do for my children? Not necessarily, and y'all know it. Like, I'm not saying anything wrong if you're listening. Don't take this the wrong way. I ain't listening to podcasts no more. I don't have a Louis belt. As a matter of fact, my wallets are coach wallets, and I got them all on, like, Father's Day, where you get buy three, get one free. From the outlet. From the outlet, absolutely. I bought my joint from the outlet. You feel me? So I don't, I'm not saying anything wrong with Louis because I buy it from my wife. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything wrong with that, but I'm saying I don't need to have a $500 shirt on. I wear our T-shirts. I wear our jogging pants. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait till we come out with some shorts so I can stop buying shorts uh, from other places. You know what I'm saying? So to me, Carl, wealth is living life on your own terms. Do you make good money if that's what you into? Do you do it? Do you invest your money if that's what's important to you? But I don't have five cars uh, in my parking lot. And somebody said, well, I saw three cars. Jada has a 2004 BMW. Jalen has a whatever the 2012 Cadillac that I bought that, I, you know what I'm saying? Um, Didi has a 2012, you know, S500. I have a whatever, um, two, 2015 you know, Escalade, you know what I'm saying? My car is probably the newest car out of everybody's. And that's because, like I said, C said to me, like, yo, E, for real, I'm not trying to be funny, but it, it like not an image image, but we do need something reliable. And when we roll up, it, people do need to see to some extent that we making money. Like, so I'm going to need you to let that uh, Suburban go. Let's get the yeah. doggone uh, Escalade. <laughs> it's a you know fine what I'm saying? line, you know, it, it really is, especially right. for us. And I'll, yeah. I'll go to us for a minute. It's always crazy, y'all. Like, I, I really want to talk to the people and just give them a, a, a play into, you know, kind of some of our thoughts and feelings, I think, from time to time. It's so crazy because many of you in, you know, social media world, if that's you that's listening, that's out there, you have guys on IG who may lease cars or lease mansions, rent mansions or whatever, and they show you all this glorious stuff. And so you go to their events or you go to their stuff thinking that they're going to help you attain what they've obtained, right? And so I always, I'm like, man, like, yo, y'all can't see through that? Like, nah, I've been on the other side and, you know, talked to some of these guys and I'm like, whoa, it's nothing there. 
But in the same sense, and, you know, I was talking to Josh and Jamal about this, but like, okay, you know what, you know, mall crib looks like, Carl. I, I can tell you, Josh has an incredible house and both of them balling millionaires, but yet not on IG necessarily like walking you through their house, showing you what kind of car they drive, you know, things of that nature. But unfortunately, we live in a world where that's what's impressive to people. And so people almost look like, especially, and I don't know if it's a millennial thing, E, like if you're not showing it, like if I don't see it on you, you must don't have it. You know, and I think that's always been a tough balance or a tough fine line for us to walk as ETA because it's like, that's just not who we are. We're not, we're not super flashy. And, and two, I'm not trying to stunt on anybody. Like I'm really not. Like, so if I show you my house, does that mean I'm trying to flex on you? Or am I trying to inspire you? Like, it's always a weird balance to walk. I and mean, I didn't even really want to go down this path. But, you know, me being, you know, the president and brand director of the company, I think that's always something that I've struggled with. Like, wow, okay, like, let me let y'all know, like, we know what we're doing too. And just because my man renting Maseratis and showing right. you his cars, right. you thinking he got it in that, oh, right. we just, you know, yo, yo, uh, your character development coach, no, 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 no. We have multiple businesses that are doing very well and we know how to do it. So I, I, I guess, E, that's always been my struggle, not always, but been my struggle when I see these other brands and they just, you know, flash it, flaunt it. And I see people like infatuated with the, you know, lights and the camera action and they're going, wow, they can teach me. And I'm like, wow, I, I know it's hollow. And so I, I guess that's always been kind of as it relates to kind of what we're talking about there, E, with the Escalade. I did tell you to get the Escalade because right, right. somewhere in my mind, I was like, yo, all right, I'm not mad at the humble boy. E going to wear a T-shirt, some sweats, the whole nine. He not going to wear one piece of jewelry. He not going to whatever. E, let, let's at least cop the Escalade. It's still General no Motors. Question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no question. And so, but that's, yeah, no that's question. something that I always think about. Like, I, bruh. I could very easily be like, all right, cool. We're going to, and I might do it. I might, I'm going to tell Maul, like, okay, Maul, let's, they want to see what an 18,000 square foot house look like. They want to see what the indoor pool, the, the LA fitness in the basement, like that's what inspires them. So let's show them then. Like, but it's got to be real. And, and I know there's going to be blowback from people like, ah, oh, you just trying to, and it's like, wow. So it, you, you can't, it, you damned if you do, you, you damned if either you don't. Yeah, no, no, but I just yeah. think if you do it, it here, somebody asked me, um, uh, Glenn Lundy asked me the other day, he, he was just talking about something similar. See, like, which door do you go to? Which one you don't? And I said, Glenn, for real, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, if your heart is pure, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be tight work. And again, it's like you said, see, I have to remind people, like, yo, I'm from, I'm like, for real, for real, I'm from Detroit. Like, I'm really from the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't grow up in church. You know, I grew up in the world. Like, for real, for real. My boys was kingpins. Like, for real, for real. You know, and so for me, it's like, I saw that world. But what I also saw, see, was like, I've never seen anybody who gloats and who puts surface stuff up front. I've never seen that last 30, 40 years. And so what I've been trying to show people is like... But what's the difference between gloat and inspire? Well, well, here's the difference. Again, it's in intentions, right? It's all in intention. Because if you are doing it because you're showing off, you're doing it because, you know, you... And again, here's the fake boy. I'm renting and showing you 
a house that I don't own so that I can make you think I own it and you're going to pay me to act eventually own it. So it's the rabbit hole. It's like, yeah. for real, it's like, yeah. I'm going to rent a Maserati. I'm going to tell you I'm making all this money. You're going to come to my events and then you're going to eventually pay me to actually do that. But I, but here's the deal. I know the long game, right? And 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 while it may seem difficult playing the long game, I'm I'm bro, I've been around. I've seen dudes make a whole lot of money the wrong way with the wrong intentions and it didn't last 15, 20 years. So for me, I don't need patience. I don't I don't I, I'm not doing this like I'm trying to teach y'all something. No, I have watched people and I'm not just talking about drugs. I watch people do good stuff for the wrong reason and lose it all. I've seen people buy the three, $4 million houses and lose them flat out. And so my thing is like, yo, I'm trying to teach y'all, if you're going to build, build the right way. Like for real, don't rush a house. Don't rush it. Take your time. I agree. But we're talking about the means you use to attract those kind of people because people may be looking like, all right, cool. I see E. I love E. You know, E talk about his wife. He talk about character. He talk about all these things. But because E not showing you uh, uh, a Bentley, you know, now you thinking, okay, I could, I rock with E and let him motivate me, but I got to go somewhere else to learn how to make money or I got to go some, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. And you can believe that. But what, what's going to happen is you're going to have to come back because what E is not teaching you is just how to make money. I'm teaching you wealth. And that's what people don't get. Money is not wealth. You feel me? You're, you're short-sighted if you think money is wealth. All you got to do is look at TV and look at how many people are making good money. And, and some of them are making it the right way, like actors or, you know, businesses, whatever. But when you just make money, you're going to eventually crash and burn. When you when, when you have wealth, then you, you're going to be tight work with wealth. And what does wealth mean? Wealth means that you are balling in every category. It's not one category. It's not the car. Like you, you listen to a Deion Sanders Talk about, bro, how Prime played football and baseball, doggone it, and he ran his car off mm -hmm. a doggone um, cliff. Right, you feel me? Right. He tried to kill himself. You look at Holly Berry, who won doggone Grammys, I think, or Oscars, whatever it is, Oscars, and you look at her in her car trying to kill herself with um, turning the car on with the garage door down, trying to kill herself. You feel me? So it's like, yo, if if in fact money was what they said it was. Yeah, but you know what, E? I'm, I'm, I, we, I, we just can't even use that no more. Because they will never, somebody broke. I don't care how many times you say that, bro, I promise you, there's not one person listening to this podcast who hearing that, who broke, that ain't saying, yeah, right. I'm just telling you. And because it's been said forever, money don't equal happiness, all of that. Until you, now, if those people who got money can say that, but I ain't never heard nobody broke say that. Like, like for real, if you're out there right now and you are down to your last $180 in the rents due, ain't nobody thinking about no, no, what no. You See, no, and I'm t and, I, and and to your point, we're not saying don't go get that paper. We not. We telling you go get it. I wake up every day to go get the paper. I'm I'm in Colorado, then I'm in Vegas, then I'm in, I'm try, not. But but here's what I'm trying to explain to you. I'm not just going to get the paper. I got my wife with me. You know what I'm saying, and my son. You know, it, he has decided that, um, you know, there's some other business he need to take care of or he would be here in the capacity of a manager doing what he's supposed to be doing. You know, my daughter's back at home with a company that I got to do uh, a consulting hookup for. She's actually going through all of the assessments and organize those assessments with Ashley and put me in a position where she's preparing me to go do this. So what I'm trying to show y'all is wealth, not money. I'm trying to show y'all 
that as a family, we're going after this bread, that my wife is with me waking up at 2.30 in the morning for our church prayer call. So I got my girl with me. We on the flight yesterday together. My son's generally with us. My daughter's graduating next year. She's a part of the business. You know what I'm saying? My mom and dad, because of what we have as a company, they're in California and join us. I'm trying to show y'all wealth. I'm building a church right now. So no, you don't see the Maserati or the Bentley, but I'm building a church. We, we now have a company that the church uh, are, the, the church members are a part of. And there, you, you know, I saw somebody check the other day. See, I was so geek. Like somebody who's on, and I ain't spreading their business, but somebody who has multiple children, single C, and on welfare, I'm seeing them get off welfare. So I'm about that paper, bro. Don't get it confused. I'm about that money. I am. I'm just not about driving it per se. I'm not necessarily about wearing the money. I'm about building my community. I'm about, we gonna build this thing together. So I am about the money. So for those of you who are listening, like maybe you got it twisted. I am about making money. I am about um, um, getting this paper, but I'm also about my health, Organify. We drinking, we, you hear us teasing, but we working out. We're about our health. Why? Because if you don't have health, I don't care how much money you have. And if you don't have a family, you feel me? I don't care how much money you got if you by yourself, right? Or if you don't have passion, you don't have something to wake up to and something to do every day, right? If you don't have purpose, so we're doing conferences and not just inspiring people, but showing people how to get multiple streams of income. Um, I just, I'm about to hire somebody now, see, that I desperately need. But I told them, like, look, I ain't about to cash you out. I'm, you don't have a degree. I'm going to put you in a position where you're going to be able to make money, but I'm also going to pay for you to go to school and get a four-year degree. So if something happens to this business, I'm empowering you to be able to have your own. So I'm, a, I'm not just about, I'm not one-sided. I'm not just about a car, a house, and clothes, and jewelry. Hmm. I want it all, bro. I want to build empires. If we got to go to the root of it, see, I would say, man, it's crazy. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to use a bad analogy. You've ever met that, that young lady that's less attractive. Let me not say it yep. in an offensive yep. way. Less attractive young lady that didn't know. You understand what I'm saying? She didn't know that she was less attractive. And somehow she's able to pull some dude, you know what I'm saying? Some fine dude or whatever, or vice versa. Some dude that ain't yep. that fine. And he got some bad, you know what I'm saying? Don't be putting my business up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, the root of it, if you really got to think about it, is self-confidence. Yep. Like, that's the root of it. Because what's happening is you are driven by everything that looks appealing to you. And you've never sat down with yourself you to see what you value and yep. what really is important yep. to you. Yep. Because I'm listening to E talk loud and clear. What E values is family. Like, everybody knows that. But you can hear it in what he's pursuing daily. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but if I'm a skeptic, I'm saying he value family because he a millionaire and he value family because he got bread. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, that's what he going to put out front and you can run with all your morals and your thoughts. But when you broke, dog, and I'm going to take y'all back. <laughs> when you broke, you can't think about nothing else. Ask somebody broke right now, like broke. Money is on their mind 24-7. Yeah, but I'm saying here's the challenge, though, see. To Carl's point, I think so many people are broke and we're going to talk about this at the, at the conference, you don't realize that when you're keeping up with the Joneses, that some of the Joneses' drive is economics, right? So it's so funny. When me and Maul were sitting down, and you know what I'm saying, we're going through our training, getting ready, Maul's, Maul's driver was economics. It was 99. It's only 100%. It's only 100%. Maul's was 99, right? Mine's is 
altruistic. So here's the here's the challenge. So when you're looking at a mall, if you're trying, if you go follow mall who has the beautiful house, bro, you know how inspired I am when I go. I'm from Chicago, bro. My, he on 47. 47 is where my family grew up on. It was broke back in the day. And across the street where he is, only the rich people. Bro, do you understand? For me, just historically, being from Chicago, when I see Maul, bro, I'm like, yo, bro, we could, we, we used to clean these houses, Maul. We used to live in the back. You know what I'm saying? We we used to take care of people's kids. We couldn't live here. We couldn't afford to be here. So, bro, when I see Maul, I'm so pumped up. But to Carl's point, the reason why most people can't be successful is because you were borrowing Jamal's drive, which is economics, and you can't do what Maul does. So for some of us, our drive is people and others, and that's why I'm so successful, because I'm allowing what drives me to drive me, and money don't drive me, but guess what does drive me? Money drives me in that I need money to be able to have what I want to have for my family. So it's, it's quite the opposite, see? But people are all, E, you got money. No, 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 no. It is taking care of DD is what drives me. That's why I'm on the road doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Pushing my son in a way where most people would just spoil their kids. Bro, they had what I have. They would spoil their kids. I'm pushing my son. Like, look, no, you need to learn some skill set. Nah, they a little spoiled. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not saying they're not spoiled. <laughs> I said, hold on, okay. I just want, I'm just, you know, I'm the fact checker. You know yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just saying you have some CEOs who don't make their children work. Like they just, mm, just yeah, get yeah. them money. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, boog, you're going to have to learn a skill. Go backpacking through learn. Europe for a few years. Yeah, you, you feel me? You feel me? So, <laughs> so I'm just saying I want people to get what I'm trying to say. I am chasing money, but through my driver, which happens to be family. Right. So that's why if I try to do what Maul did, Maul might be able to get up and say, you I'm about to go get this paper and then we're going to get this big crib. If I try to do what Maul did, I would burn out because after I got the car, it wouldn't necessarily do anything for me. So the reason why me and Maul are able to work together and we're able to go out here and kill a game is because I'm in my lane, he in his lane. And I'm saying to Carl's point, I think most people are broke because you're trying to get money from the wrong, your, your heart ain't pure. You're doing it for the wrong reason. You're not doing it for the reason that drives you. And I can show you there are seven drivers and most people think that everybody's driver is economic, and it's not. So if you get a, a bunch of dudes together who all economic, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some is political. Some is individual. Like some, some is aesthetic, right? It, some is theoretic. Like we all have a different driver. And again, to Carl's point, if you were to find out what your driver was and you get in your lane and do it the way you're supposed to do it, I promise you, you would, make, you would kill Change it financially. Everything. But everybody trying to keep up with oh. the Joneses. Yeah, and just to make it practical, see, somebody would get like a high off of just hiking. Yep. You don't yep. need no money to do that. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. But you, you're still chasing money, and the thing that would make you happier. Yeah, to my point, though, you out hiking, you probably got money. You know what I'm saying? I'm just <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. So, I'm so, representing so, for everybody out there who on their last dime, who calling BS. But, but that's what I'm saying, though, that. see? You on your last dime because you're trying to do what C doing. That's why you're on your last dime. Because so what I'm doing what? Is, because you're trying to do what you're trying to do what C do, and you're trying to do it oh, yeah. C's way. I know that, that's why you broke. 
You, and, and I got. I, w- I want to make sure that they hear what I'm saying. You are broke because you see C doing a certain thing, and you see him doing it a certain way. And because he's doing it a certain way, you're thinking, "Yo, if I go out here, okay, what's C doing? What's C doing? Brandon. So I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna start doing Brandon. Brandon might not be your thing, but you're trying to brand because C Brandon. You feel me? You're trying to do what C trying to do. Where you see ET speaking. And you trying to speak because you see me speaking. And, and I tell people all the time, you don't know what my drive is. So you're watching what I do and you're trying to mimic what I do without the engine that I have. So if you could just discover who you are, like to Carl's point, who are you? What drives you? What motivates you? Bruh, uh, what's his name? You got to help me out, Carl. He came up to the school years ago. Uh, he was from Chicago. He sold rocks. Fair Gray was his name. Uh, Fair Gray. This yeah, dude Farragher. was a millionaire selling rocks, see? How do you do that? How do you sell rocks to people and become a millionaire? You know why? Because he was in his lane. And if you talk to, if I, like, Fair Gray is from Chicago, but I promise you, if I would have talked to Fair Gray and I didn't know who he was, I promise you I'd have been thinking, okay, my man, he, he, he ain't the brand that my cousin was, the brand in Chicago. He was a different brand in Chicago, but he was a millionaire. Why? Because he was in his lane doing his thing. And how many motivational speakers have I seen, and you know who I'm talking about, see, who get up and speak and they read somebody's book and they sound just like they read somebody's book. They sound just like they listen to somebody else's presentation. And then they get up and they <laughs> you sound do like it. You, you're talking about somebody specific. Go on ahead and uh, take a shot. Uh, <laughs> Go on ahead and take a shot. Stop sneak dissing. Stop sneak dissing. You subtweeting. You subtweeting. It'll be too many people to name. You feel me? But I'm saying, uh, to, to my point. And, and the other part is they're buying the same Escalade that you got, though. Oh, bruh. Bruh. So, so I'm just saying, see, in terms of the cycle, like, for real, understand your values, what's important to you, but then understand your position as what well. What if what's important to me is looking like I got paper? But, but you're not going to ever have none. Then you got to go get that, yep. figure that out. Tell you the mindset that people have. And I'm just saying, that's why you don't have money and you don't get it. It's because you're concerned about what people think and you're not tapping into who you are. You're not tapping into your drive. So what do you think that is? A self-esteem, self-confidence thing or what? Yeah, straight up. No, straight, and that's, that's, that's why it's the same as kids. Yeah. Like, it's the same, it's the same challenge going kids. all the yeah. way through your life. Yeah. You're just not confident, yeah. like, for real. Yeah. Like, that's what it boils down to. And, and there's nothing wrong with it, but you just got to sit down and figure out, like, yo, why am I chasing after right. this thing? So, what then, makes so what me you're happy? saying is, if I got it correct, is that people have to address the root issue of why you feel the need to be on people's level. A wise man once said, everybody, pretty much everybody in the middle. You feel me? Like, everything's yeah. relative. Like, you come to my crib, dog, I, it's somebody with a bit. I was listening to, um, man, if you li- lis- listen to the clean version, but if you listen to uh, uh, J. Cole, Love Yours, he actually performed it at the uh, oh, All-Star fire. Game. Fire. But in the song, mm-hmm. he literally is like, yo, it, it's somebody, you know, like, we ain't have a ton, but compared to some up the street, we was blessed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and hmm. that's the real of what life is even now for E. Like, E could look at, like, E hanging with Dion and Diddy and it could be like, yo, these dudes got paper, paper. Like, Diddy got half a billion. And you could look at that and, and allow that to drive you and say, all right, cool, Diddy didn't cop this mansion. Let me go cop a mansion. Diddy didn't cop this particular car. Let me go cop this car. And yeah. you could really try to keep up with that. 
again, everybody's really in the middle if you think about it. Like there's somebody who got way less than you and there's somebody who has way more than you. So at what point are you going to be content with what you have? And I don't mean Mm -hmm. content as in you don't want to go get more for yourself and your family, but content with I am who I am and I'm good with where I am and how I'm getting to that next level. And so I think if you focus on Mm. putting the drive to the next level to make yourself more valuable as a person, well, then you don't have to worry about chasing money. Money will chase you. But as long as you're looking at stuff and things, you can play the stuff and things game until you're a trillionaire. Like, I'm sure Diddy could look at Bill Gates or somebody and be like, dog, if I only, and you'll drive yourself nuts. And and again, we always say it, comparison is the thief of joy. But like, yo, wherever I just move, my my neighborhood, or however nice my house is, whatever, I can always look at somebody and be like, ah, but my house ain't in Buckhead, though. Ah, and I can mm. allow that to stress me out and burn me out and I can go pay every dime I got to go make it look like I got that kind of paper and live in Buckhead and now I'm stressed about the money. And so it does become about the money because I am broke. And so the reason we're saying it's not about the money is because we actually have money. When you don't have money and you don't have priorities and you're comparing and you constantly want to play the level up game to keep up with everybody and make it look like you're constantly going to be stressing. You're constantly constantly going to be worried about money. And so I think what you're saying is correct. I just think it's so tough to break people out of that mindset. And I think what you both said is true. You need to identify the root issue of what's making you feel like that. Like like what what's making you feel like you have to be seen in this particular right. light or, or, or else right. you're less yeah. than. You're we all human. Die. You know what I'm right. saying? You're not going to die, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what do you get for that? Yeah, right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And, and again, I guess it's um, Jeezy, but the song when he said, then what? For we talked about this before, but you always have to ask yourself, if you start playing this game of keeping up with the Joneses, then what? Like, are you ever, is it ever going to stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you ever going to get to a point where you feel like, okay, you made it? And then if you do keep up with them, it's still fake because it's not really what you wanted. And I think at the end of the day, the money does come see one when you don't worship it. Now you do, now we're not talking, we're not saying money is not important. I'm just saying you can't put the cart before the horse. Like you just can't do it. So for me, I'm going to make money when I'm my unique self, bruh. That, like, I look at Tobe. I'm like, do you know how many Rappers aren't really making it because everybody want to be a thug, see? That's not even the only, when you, when you think about us as a people, that's not, as a people, that's not the only experience that we have. But you, but everybody got to be shooting, killing. Bro, if you grew up in the community, you understand that everybody wasn't doggone selling dope, bro. Everybody, people got jobs. You know what I'm saying? Everybody didn't have, everybody didn't grow up without their father. There were people that did grow up with their father. They grew up in a two-parent household. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not try to make it like every everybody in the hood. But guess what? You feel like you got to be Biggie. You feel me? You feel like you got to be Nas. You feel me? You feel like you, and, and, I, and I was so grateful when the hip-hop community went from just New York. Because when we was, when it was New York, it was like, everybody got to be New York. But then when it went down south and it went to the West Coast, you know, it, when it started just new St. Louis rappers, you start getting like the J. Coles. I love J. Cole. J. Cole graduated from college. It's real. We go to college. 
We talk about something other than shooting and killing. J. Cole said, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. That's real, bruh. That's like a real phenomenon in our community. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but everybody want to talk about shooting and killing. So why is J. Cole so sweet? Because J. Cole was brave enough to step away from the commercial hip hop and do his own thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, I'm just like, count it. Count it up, count it up, count it. And then I'm seeing NBA, they scoring points and they saying count it. I'm like, thank you, Jay-Z. A breath of, uh, I mean, um, J. Cole, a breath of fresh air. I look at Tobe. Bruh, I saw Tobe the other day with the uh, with the African, um, the traditional African dance and garb. Bruh, how refreshing was it to see something other than shooting and killing? I'm like, look at Tobe. Tobe is saying, "Lo, bruh, my people from Africa, I'm Nigerian. This is my experience. And I'm bringing my experience to the hip hop world. And guess what? They eating it up. Instead of Tobe saying, well, I'm, a, I'm not going to talk about Africa because I know everybody ain't really feeling Africa. I'm not going to have a video with my people and our garb and our language because everybody ain't feeling that. I'm not going to have my wife in the video because right. I'm supposed to be a, a playboy. Right. right. You feel me? And then, and then Lauren, she, um, the, uh, what, what, what's, the, uh, what's the DJ name? You said the DJ? Yeah. The, um, it's, it's, it's Fat, Tobe, Nail. and um, Nail. Bruh. Then Nell started rapping. I was like, go for it, Nell. Nell got her baby in the video. I'm like, come on. They got their family in the video. So I'm just saying, see, to those people who are broke, you are broke and hear me because you're trying to be a copycat of somebody else. And that version has already been done. Nobody's going to pay you for something that already exists. What I'm trying to explain to you is when you are unique, your unique self when you are you and you do it your way. Now, I'm not trying to brag, but there was every motivational speaker had a shirt in town. That's just that was the game. When I came out, I wasn't trying to be different. I wasn't trying to do something that had never been done before. I just wanted to be myself. And it, and it, and it, and it, and it hurt. I'm talking about it hurt like hell, y'all, when I would go out and be myself and people would look at me like I was stupid and people would judge me and people would say, well, you're not this person and you're not that person and you don't dress like those persons. And I said, you know what? This hurts. But guess what? What hurts more is me not being my authentic self. So I'd rather take the external criticism than the internal pain. I'd rather for you to dog me out and you to hurt me than to me to self-sabotage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to self-sabotage. I'm not going to cut my wrist. I'm not going to hurt myself trying to make you feel good about me. And when I stood my ground and said, I'm going to be authentically Eric Thomas, I'm going to be who I am, my mistakes and all, I blew up. So the reason why you're broke is because you're trying to be a copycat of somebody else. And that, again, I'll say it a million times. That version is already out there. I'm not going to pay. I got money, so I'm not going to pay for an assistant coach when I can afford a coach. I'm not. And so I'm even saying for those of you out there who admire me, you look up to me and you trying to be don't try to be like me. They, they'd rather pay for Eric Thomas than they would pay for you. So while you might be inspired by me and you may be inspired by my authenticity or you might be inspired my by my transparency, don't try to copycat me. Be inspired by me, but become your own version of you because when you do that, there's nobody else out there like you. And then that's when the money's going to come. That's when the influence is going to come. The impact going to come. You're going to start attracting the right people. 
So just be yourself, like they've been saying the whole time. That's the nugget right there for me for the day. Man. Be you, be hey, you, you be that, you. No, I'm telling you, man. Y'all listen. Yeah, shout out to J Cole. He said in that song, "No such thing as a life that's better than yours." And uh, mm. it's the truth, man. It's the truth. If you if you choose to live your own life, right. Right. Yeah. Hey, you remember what Tony Knuckles used to call it? Yeah, I'll see if you remember. He had a, a phrase he used to use all the time. You remember? What about uh, settle? I mean, content but never settled. Yeah. Yeah. Gratefully unsatisfied yeah, yeah. is Gratefully what he used to say, and I was yeah. like, man, that's so heavy. Yeah. Gratefully unsatisfied. Yeah. See, like I'm grateful for everything that I have. Like I'm not taking none of my experience, my life, nothing for granted but I still know that there's more. So let me become all of me that yeah. I can be and go after everything that I'm supposed yeah. to have. Gratefully yeah. unsatisfied. Yeah. No doubt, man. Hey, yeah. real quick, man, I want to shout out everybody who came through the A this weekend, man. We had our Game Changers meetup, and uh, it was phenomenal, man. We got, let me tell you something, we have some budding superstars in that group, man. Shout out to everybody yeah. who got certified. My man, Sherrod, uh, John Medina, Jamari Norris, Oh man, we got uh, we we Local, started. Lansing locals was in the building. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, my man Ko. Um, yeah. we, we we certified man four speakers, and uh, we we literally have I mean just some incredible speakers coming through the pipeline. So listen, man, the number one question people ask us over the last decade is how did Et start speaking? How did he become you know the top speaker in the world? Uh, how does he speak in front of Fortune 500, NBA, NFL? Uh, can y'all help me do it? And listen, man, we can. For you know, last year, two years ago, um, we put together a speaking training program called Game Changers. Right now, for those of you who are ready to share your story and monetize your message, get paid to speak, then you need need to consider enrolling in Game Changers. All right, myself, Et, our certified coaches are going to show you how to craft your life story and keep the attention on your audience, how to market your speaking services and become the leading authority in your industry, how to land paid speaking gigs and make an extra $1,000 to $5,000 a month. And if you're a speaker, author, coach, influencer, trainer, whatever, um, you should be rocking with us, man. We changed the game. You heard what he said. We, we kind of switched up what speaking is and, and, and how you can get paid to speak. Um, so listen, man, we have a ton of our speakers who've just been crushing it, right? Uh, shout out to Taurus who uh, contracts with Nike. We have people doing uh, international gigs, man, and getting five-figure uh, figure contracts. So. Um, if you want to be a part of that, man, if you want to learn the speaking industry, the Game Changer playbook, straight from the mind to E, man, the playbook is so dope. It is literally a playbook to teach you how to get to that next level in your speaking. Simply go to etagamechangers.com. That's etagamechangers.com and get more information. Uh, we would love to have you there. Uh, it was, a, like I said, an incredible session. I want to read... Man, um, something from my boy Sean Hart, man. This thing really works, guys. My boy Sean, who was a certified speaker, hit me up the other day. E, I think you saw it as well. But he said, man, just want to thank you. I just secured a 17500 fatherhood deal today. Secured another $2,500 deal to speaking to uh, lunch ladies. Secured a success series with a local high school. Um, contract is being negotiated now. Got asked to co-present at a local conference with a police officer who has his own conference and does two to 300 people in attendance with $150 uh, a ticket. He told me to submit a speaking fee and uh, also to talk with him about how much he, uh, he would charge me for a VIP session. 
Uh, he said, thank you, big dog. I have to figure out how to charge for these other two sessions, but God is good. Thank you so much for ETA and Game Changers. So we got people out there, man, who are, are going through the program, getting certified. So anybody out there, if you want to start your speaking career and learn how to make money doing it, man, um, ETA Game Changers is uh, uh, somewhere we think that you would definitely benefit. So go check us out, man, and uh, we'll see you at the next meetup. And it'd be a great time for you to sign up. Uh, because you can get some work in under your belt, and then we'll uh, we meet up once a quarter live. And of course, we were on the phone last night, and um, yeah, we're, we're doing some great things. Also, man, shout out to Organifi for always holding us down on this podcast. O r g a n i f i dot com promo code is success, man. You you heard us talking at the beginning of the podcast about all the health benefits of Organifi E over there on all three simultaneously. <laughs> um, man, especially during Killing the season when, when everybody getting sick. You know what Killing I'm saying? Killing them. Uh, yeah. that season where everybody getting sick, man, make sure you get you some Organifi in your system. We appreciate them being a proud partner. Um, let's go to Ask E.T. All right, before you go there, let me get our sponsor in HelloFresh. We've been rocking with them for just over a year now, man. I appreciate you guys rocking with us. And rocking with them, HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes. Get seasonal simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every week so you can enjoy cooking and sticking to your health and fitness goals. That's right. No more grocery shopping. No more figuring out how much is too much salt. Follow the guided steps and enjoy the experience with your family. Each recipe comes with an easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards. Yep, you heard me right. It comes with pictures. It's like cooking for dummies. You got the pictures and the instructions to follow, and literally the meals come together in about 30 minutes or less. It's not a whole lot of super clean up. You know, you got to, like, you know, how people used to cook. You got, like, 16 pots all dirty. It's not none of that. You talk about two, three pots. It's all done, and you guys are enjoying the meal together. So get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. We tried the crispy Parmesan chicken this week. And let me say it like this. Y'all been going to all these restaurants. Y'all hitting the Grand Lux. Y'all hitting the Cheesecake, the Ruth Chris. And to be real, you could be making these meals in the comfort of your own home, watching your own TV with your family, just enjoying it together, man. Everything is delicious. Like I'm talking about these are like chef curated recipes um, to take advantage of this special offer and receive $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. You can visit HelloFresh.com forward slash success 60 and enter the promo code success 60 and that's success six zero um julian sacramento said when are you guys bringing back the negative feedback i'm in tears laughing every time you guys read those um i don't know why are we over here crying i, got, I gotta check with them too you know what i'm saying carl sensitive yeah. man you know he, he it, it oh, makes it sure. hard for him to sleep at night when i read that we'll so. just do them in the morning then you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, first right. thing in the morning. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to start their day off with that, Julie. So, uh, but no, we'll uh, yeah, we'll do it. Robert we'll and bring Lima that Ohio. segment back. Robert and Lima, Ohio said, "Et, I heard you mention you took a sabbatical week for some mental rest. What do you suggest to those of us who don't have the type of job that allows us to take that kind of time off?" Uh, well, first of all, I suggest that you get the kind of job eventually that will allow you to do it. Hmm. Um, you know, what I'm saying like put make that your goal. That at some point in your life, you know, you will be able to, you know, live life on your own terms. Again, it might take 10 years, 15 years. Who cares? But make it a go. Number two, use what you have to get what you want. Right. So if you have the weekend, you know, uh, and see knows, you know, I, I've, I've shared this with um, 
those in our community, you know, go get you a hotel for 48 hours. You know what I'm saying? Um, because for real, man, if you just, you know, if you got a car that's constantly idled, you know, at the top level, you're going to burn the vehicle out. And so for real, you, you, you have to, at some point, get some rest. And I'm not even talking about physical rest right now. I'm talking about mental and emotional rest. And I have seen people take 48 hours and I've seen it revolutionize their life. Like literally just 48 hours of being in a hotel by themselves without any responsibility. And they, and they come out after those 48 hours refreshed, renewed, you know, and ready to redefine themselves and redefine their lives. So if you've got 24 hours, take the 24 hours, go, you know, to a, a hotel or something. You can get a spa in and, you know, you can get, um, you know, get something like on that level, a massage or something, massage therapy, you know, take 24 hours away from everybody. But if you got 48, take 48. To, to me, the minimal amount of time you can take and really ref- hit that refresh button is 48 hours. How was your sabbatical? You, I know you. I couldn't tell if you was working or not, bro. It seemed like <laughs> you was no working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you. The, the, and it, and it, for real, y'all, it's going to take time. I'm realizing when you work, when you grind, you know what I'm saying? The way I've been grinding for the last whatever years, you know, it's going to take it's going to take work to rest. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have never gotten this much emotional rest before. I think the biggest thing for me was if nothing else, I shut down mentally. So those 30, 40 ideas that come, um, I didn't do any of those. And here's the second thing, guys, for those of you who get a chance to do a sabbatical, and I don't want nobody to get mad at me for saying this, but I realized that there are certain conversations you could have um, that are a point of stress. And so I made sure, number two, that I didn't, I didn't get on those calls with people that were like, you know, I'm just saying, like you said, see, just stressful. You know, it's like, okay, this needs to get done or that, or like pessimistic. Like I, the second thing I did was I didn't have any phone calls during that seven day period that were point of stress. And then I made sure I didn't do any work that's considered work for me. So Diddy would tell you that's labor. You know what I'm saying? That's like, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like labor work. I, I don't have a problem. Y'all have a problem talking on the phone. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I made sure that for real, like labor stuff, like we usually clean the church. I didn't do that during that time frame, shoveling no snow. Shout out to Mike. Praise God for Mike, my next door neighbor who just like grass, snow, just everything before I can even get outside and fake it like I'm about to try to do it. He already got it knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Because if he don't get it done by noon, then he going to be looking at me like, hey, are you going to get this snow? <laughs> and so one time I went out by 1110 and Mike was like, E, what you doing? I was like, I was faking it like I was about to shovel the snow. He's like, I got it. I was like, all right, cool. Praise God. So, um, yeah, see, I got to do a little bit better. And it's probably going to take um, two or three not to do anything, anything. There was a couple uh, emails or texts, but to me it wasn't deep. It was like copy, paste, send it, you know. And then when you talk to certain people, man, it's just not a point of stress. So I didn't deal with any stress. I didn't feel tension in my neck or in my chest. You know, it was just a weak man of, like I said, mental and emotional relaxation, if nothing else. All right, my man off, uh, I think uh, Nikki sent me these. I think this might be Instagram. Uh, my man, huh, this is a funny one. Lester, last one. Lester Javier Moreno said, my wife is a gorilla and I'm a flamingo. How do you be a gorilla to a gorilla? Hashtag help me. 
<laughs> I, I don't know if that, that that that's the strategy to become one, but <laughs> it, it is a strategy. I ain't mad at my man for asking. Yeah, but I'm saying, why would he say be a gorilla to a gorilla when he said he a flamingo? I think he tired of getting ran over. You know what I'm saying? He like, hold on. How can I find my end of gorilla so we can even out this and make it a fair fight? Hey, I would just say this to you, bro, and I'm just being real. If it worked, bro, work it, bro. Like, like don't, I'm just being real. Like, if you have, if you're in a relationship, and this could be with your spouse, this could be with your business partners, if, in fact, that person is better at you at that than you and you're all going to get results, let your ego go, bro, because that's what it is. At the end of the day, it's just an ego. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you're the person that's like, yo, it ain't always fair that, you know, when, when we go somewhere, so-and-so drives. I want to drive. For what if you can't drive? Other than the fact that you just like, you know, you like what it looked like. So I'm just being real. What I'm learning, if your girl, you know, is a strong gorilla, you're a strong flamingo, like you clear the lane. When it comes to flamingo stuff, you do that and you do it at the highest level. You know, um, even in this company, I remember when we first started, just being the oldest, you know, rightfully being the CEO, having the vision. There would be times that I would be like, yo, I want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do this. And it's like, well, E, that's not what you do. It's like, but I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I know you want to do it, but this is what you do extremely well. So just do what you do extremely well. Let me do what I do well. Let me do what I do well. And, it, and we're going to be successful. So I would say, let your ego go. I'll be feeling people, though. That, that gorilla hurt your feelings. I, and that's why I'm glad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just, Can I it, say this, though? I'm going to be real. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this one day. It, there's no such thing of, like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and, and you know, and, and I just told him, I said, look, I'm just going to be real with you. Don't nobody hurt my feelings or anything no more, because I know all four qualities, and I know what people are. Now, now maybe when you're not aware, but if Didi coming, like, if Didi going strong, going ham, I'm already knowing that's what her gift is. So why would I be shocked? You know, if she's saying X, Y, and Z. So tell my man Javier, I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach him how to make this thing work. Javier just don't know that. He fighting, he fighting against, he fighting against his, uh, 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 against his great. So I'm gonna have to show him how to make this thing work. Ah, uh, no doubt. All right, um, Carl, give us some, some church announcements. Let us know what's. <laughs> Not the church announcements. Yeah, let him know. Let, give him hey. the bulletin, bro. Let him know where we're gonna be. Jamaica, obviously. Uh, the next yes. time y'all hear this podcast, we will be doing it in Jamaica. From Jamaica. Live. Are we so, doing live? live? No, we're gonna direct. do a live one, but I think I think we should still do, you know, like just the, the normal regular ones. one too. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm I saying? Like, you know, the yeah. live one usually. I tell you what, I like doing the live. I really do, but it's different because you feel like instead of talking to, you know, the audience that's listening to the podcast, you kind of got to do it for the live crowd. And I don't know that it always comes off exactly how you hope. And I know yeah. some people like, yo, I just want that regular podcast. And again, yeah, man, shout out to you. everybody listening. Man, I, I get people coming up to me, man. And um, I guess I don't even realize the impact that the podcast have. Y'all, you know, a lot of people come up to me like, man, y'all don't understand. Y'all helped me through so much. You know, I feel like, you know, I get to talk to my friends every week. You know, I've heard all kind of stuff, man. And so... Just appreciate you guys rocking with us, um, you know, for as long as you have, and you know the dedication to the podcast, and you know you guys. And that they're using it, see? They're using it. You said what? They're right. using it. Yep. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, no, like, I, I talked yep. to a guy who 
Uh, I won't say his name. He may not want me to say his name, but he just signed up for the mastermind uh, when we were in Phoenix. And we were on a call, and he was like, yo, E, I'm going to be real. I was like, what you need? He's like, E, I'm going to be real with you. I'm just doing, I just got in the mastermind because I need to be around lions. But he was like, yo, I'm learning so much from the podcast. And he was like, not even what you think. He was like, yo, you think I'm learning something from just y'all lessons, which is powerful. But he said, yo, you said something on the podcast about not talking on the phone as much and not, you know, meeting because you got to put your clothes on, you got to do this and that. So he was like, yo, I, you just said that in passing and that mm. revolutionized my company. He was like, mm. yo, E, I don't, mm. I, he said, you know how much time I used to waste. Did he say anything I said revolutionized him or his company? Yeah, he said the whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, all, you know, I didn't know if he had, <laughs> yeah. I, I dropped a few jewels on this joint. I didn't know if he picked <laughs> any up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he did. He I, did. You know what I'm yeah. saying, Carl? I just he was just trying to know. entertain me if, with the little bitty hey. stuff. It is what it is. Such is the life of Scottie Pippen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Such is the life hey, of Scottie Pippen. Your insider coven. Don't worry about it. Just keep Scottie in your yeah, insider coven. I have to write a book <laughs> right. about how to maintain humility <laughs> as the two, the two men. How, how people will humble hey. you. Um, humility super, for the two men. Super quick. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm going to cut them off, y'all, because they ain't going to stop. <laughs> Dallas, this 19th of April. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chicago the 26th of April Dallas is the 19th of April We got the 1% mm. We just heard E talk about living life yeah, on your own, own term. term Whatever that look yeah. like That's what we're trying to work on Teaching people how to execute Getting your vision, your dream to come to fruition yeah, And I need that So uh, Dallas white 19th sauce barbecue when we get there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah Dallas, hey, don't play. Yeah, he, he was, he was <laughs> no, on the keto. keto no, no, will be no. done by then. I'm with you on this one. I got you. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so Dallas the 19th and Chicago the 26th. And it's two-day events. So he's 19th and 20th Dallas, right? Yep, Chicago 26th and 27th. So come on, y'all. The, the website is ET, the number one, the word percent. So ET1percent.com. And get your tickets, man. Do not miss out. We want you guys to understand that this is not a joke. We not, we not like she said, we not showing the Bugattis and the... Oh, no, we about to, though. <laughs> we about to. <laughs> hey, no, no, unless you want I've to. I've been keeping this one-bedroom shack <laughs> secret long enough. Y'all about to, I'm about to take y'all on out, the man. MTV Cribs today. here shortly. You're going to learn today. So you know what I'm saying? So y'all don't think I'm living in poverty and you can't learn from me. You know, E homie picking up all his jewels, but apparently mine going in vain. So I got to start. I got to start letting y'all see the life. Uh, hey, hey, and these two events feature our very own Mr. Jamal King, oh, yes. the nine to five millionaire. Oh yeah, millionaire. go follow Jamal um, on IG nine to five millionaire uh, to. Uh, he is dropping jewels on there, man. And Maul is again. It, it, crazy. Marge just got on Instagram like two weeks ago. You feel me? And we made him get on Instagram <laughs> and we're making him yeah. get up and share his story and all these things. Why? Because he became a millionaire while working a nine to five. And I tell people I gotta all the go time, give me a new the house. Big, 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 <laughs> biggest excuse people got to, for not being balling out is like, yo, I got a job. I got this. Maul did it all while being a full-time Chicago police officer. So he's dropping some real nuggets on there and he is, is putting him on stage with him. So nine to five millionaire, go follow, follow uh, Jamal on there, man. See what he's doing. You can get, I think some of those videos he's doing in the house. So you can get a sneak preview of what the crib looked like before he <laughs> unveiled. Yeah, the whole I did thing. see the. Uh, yeah, I did see the uh, wet workout room oh, a little yeah, bit. Nah, he, on that yeah, joint. Nah, nah, it's uh, 
Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he is uh, definitely doing it, man. So, and just, and, and, and again, you know, what I love about it is nobody, he, he, he's not trying to flex on anybody. Like, right, trust me, right, if you were trying to right. flex on somebody, you had that kind of house, and Maud had that house five, six years, and just got Instagram two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's why I said that's the difference. You yeah, know, build you it the to, right way, bro. Yeah, yeah of build course, it the man. right way. Yeah. You go to, you know, Josh Page, you're going to see Huddy, you know, golfing and shooting hoops. Like, we just never hmm. really been on that. But, you know, hey, y'all, y'all right in. Let us know. Y'all want to see more of the life and more behind the scenes stuff? Or, you know, it, it, you know, I think most people, actually, I think most people who listen to our podcast are mature enough to pick up on what's going on. I really do, you know, our podcast listeners. But there's those people out there, maybe in IG land and Facebook land, who aren't as intimate with the brand, who aren't really sure, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, we'll stay tuned, man. We'll continue to, you know, try to find that balance for you. So, anyway, um, that's it. Oh, shout out to everybody we're going to see in Jamaica in a minute, man. Super excited about uh, Jamaica. We're, we're looking forward to that next year. If you're not with us this year in Jamaica, you need to be with us wherever we go next year. Yeah, don't, hey, don't look at my plate in Jamaica. I'm smashing. <laughs> mm, that, oh, oh the yeah, rice no, and no, peas. it's not the same. Oh, it's jerk not the chicken, same. Yeah. the plantain, mm. the sweet mm. plantain. Yeah, that's not the same. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh, hey, E, random, but we found Tamisha and I found a little Cuban joint Ooh. up here in downtown Lansing. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. What's the code? Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. Oh, I don't even know. See, it was nighttime. We went Valentine's. Ooh. Um, it's right downtown. Like, I'm talking about down there where Danita used to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, shout out he to you. He said right downtown. For... See, like, downtown is like eight miles long. Yeah, hey, I knew exactly what you're talking about. I, I want, I want, both of y'all owe me some bread. Uh, I uh, I picked up, We let me tell you something, Savage. Valentine's Day, I went hard on the Thursday call. And both of these dudes was... Hugged up with they lady, singing ro- singing Luther, <laughs> and I held the car down on the solo for for an hour. So hey, y'all feel free to send my me baby. A, a gift in the mail. You know what I'm saying? I have my no, wife no pissed so y'all can live life. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I take you. I take you to dinner in Jamaica. <laughs> When we get to Jamaica, I'll take you to dinner. I'll take you to dinner. (laughs) All inclusive. It's all on me. I got whatever you want. See, I got you in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see E in Jamaica let his hair down. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm going to see you with the ganja. You know what I'm saying? Let the ganja burn. (laughs) No problem. No problem. Uh, Give us a nugget of the day, man, so we can get some work done. Hey, so for real, the first nugget of the day, man, is... You know, see talk earlier about comparing. Man, do yourself a favor. When you see something, you know, outside of what you have, may it make you appreciate and value what you have more, man. I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? You 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 look at somebody else's career, and I just want you to go like, wow, man, I'm so blessed to have a career I have. You know, when you see what you would consider to be somebody else has a successful family, like, bro, I was just on the plane yesterday just like, I was like, wow, man, I just been so blessed. I've been married, you know, since I was 19 years old. God has just continued to bless us. You know, I've gotten smarter, you know, and better as the years have gone by. I got a family when I see, you know, just, man, just when I just see other people like, wow, they got a great family. It, it doesn't make me go, oh, I wish I had their family. It makes me go, man, I'm just so grateful for the family that I have. Um, set, some, set some goals for yourself financially. Like, don't, don't, don't just do what the Joneses are doing. Like, have your own goals. Like, what are your goals? I give you guys an example of a goal that I have and that I share with my saints. 
And um, that goal is $100,000 saved up in the bank and an 800 credit score. I, I tell all my saints, like, look, I'm pushing y'all. I need y'all to have $100,000 saved up in the bank, like saved, right? And I need you to try to get an 800 credit score, all right? So have a goal for yourself financially, right? So then for me, it was, you know, my first goal was I wanted to make $75,000 a year, you know? And then my second goal was I wanted to make $150,000 a year. Then after that, I just didn't have a goal. I just was like, yo, I just want to make as much money as I can. So have a, have a personal financial goals, have a savings, a credit score goal, right? Have a financial goal, all right? And then here's the one that's deep for me. When I got to a point in my life where I felt like, yo, this is a healthy, um, this is a healthy lifestyle, you know, um, in terms of the time that me and my wife could spend together, the money that we made, you know, the traveling, what we wanted to do for our kids in terms of college, their career. Um, I got to a place in my life where I said, how much does this cost? So let's just say, for instance, it might cost $10,000 to live this lifestyle. So then I said to myself, I'm going to times that by 30. So 10 times 30, I don't know how much that is. Y'all have to help me out. I don't know, is it 3000000 million? I'm not sure. Um, and what I said to myself was, all right, E, now go after that. Go after 10,000 times 30 years and put that to the side. All right? So I just want you guys to start having your own goals. Uh, and then I asked myself, E, if you're going if you're gonna make that kind of money, where is that money gonna come from? I said it's gonna come from corporate, it's gonna come from schools, you know, uh, K through 12 colleges, it's gonna come from uh, private coaching, like one-on-one coaching. Uh, what we do in terms of mastermind is gonna come from books, it's gonna come from me creating content that I could put online that's meaningful. So also my last thing is get a destination. Like where is your money gonna come from? What problem are you going to solve or what need are you going to meet, right? Just don't be random. I'm going to make three million. Like, for, so how much are you going to make from corporate? Are you going to make this from selling a product? E-commerce, is this going to be online? Are you going to be selling shirts out your trunk? Are you going to do music? Like, have a destination, guys. So that's my thing. You know, again, we talked about, uh, and, and, I, and, and for those of you who would love to, I'll put a commercial up maybe next week, Carl. But uh, I, I'll, you can take a test that will show you what your, your driver is, right? I'd like for you to become familiar with that. Like, what is your driver? Like, what's the thing that drives you? I think you need to know that. We always talk about what's your why. A lot of you don't know what your why is, but with a 20-minute test, I can show you what your why is, and then from there, help you put a strategy together to, like, go after your why for the rest of your life. Because again, that's what's important. Yeah, you got a four-cylinder, a six-cylinder, eight-cylinder, a 12-cylinder, like you're doing diesel. Like, what do you, like you need to know. And a lot of you, you're kind of waking up. And for real, you don't know what your passion is. You don't know what your purpose is. You don't know what drives you. And I get it. That could be frustrating. So sometimes it is easier to go, well, C seems strong. He seems confident. I'm going to do what C doing. You know what I'm saying? Carl did videos, so I'm going to start doing videos. E speak, I'm going to speak. That that's I don't know that that's necessarily going to take you where you where you're trying to go. So for 20 minutes, right, a little small couple dollars, man, we can help you to figure out what your drive is. Put a small plan together for you and help you get started, man, with making the rest of your life the best of your life. So that's your boy E.T. That's my nugget for the day. And uh, for real, y'all, we only live once. So let's make it the best life we could possibly make it.
Hey, appreciate that nugget of the day, bro. Appreciate y'all listening, man. We love you. We'll see you next week. Remember, no such thing as a life that's better than yours. We out. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing, no such thing. Heart beating fast, let it know that he alive. Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass, let it know that he arrived. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struck struggle. Goes for all y'all. It's beauty in the struck struggle. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less. Compared to some of my down the block, man, we were blessed. And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time. But I'd be right there if it I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.